0: live sessions with me and live classes with me throughout the month. So head to movingthroughmidlife.com, click on the Move With Me link, enter intro, and that will give you 50% off. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Welcome to Raising Healthy Humans, where you as a busy mom can come each week to find information on health and wellness for your family. Enjoy experts discussing tips to help raise children through each phase of life. Gather current information on nutrition and wellness and listen to Courtney, a personal trainer, health coach, movement specialist, and founder of FormFit, a community where she helps busy moms move more. Here, she provides you with movement and posture tips while sharing information you need to help raise healthy humans.
0: Today, I am excited to share with you a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine. Her name is Tina, and she is a certified holistic health practitioner. She is also a Reiki practitioner, an herbalist, and a licensed massage therapist. Today, she is going to speak with us about the herbs that you can find in your house and how they can help benefit you on your health and wellness journey. I hope you enjoy it. I found it very interesting. She has such, such a wealth of information. And I think you will enjoy it.
1: Great. If uh, you all don't know me, I am Tina. And my passion is to help people um, stay balanced. And that is naturally. So a short story, about 11 years ago, uh, I became very sick with a bacteria called H. pylori which I lost 28 pounds in two weeks and just depleted me completely. So um, I was in and out of things and got many prescriptions and nothing was working. So it only led me down a worse path to where I had um, systemic candida. So now I'm extremely depleted and with all the medications and nothing's working, I'll never forget the day where I heard the words, um, there's nothing more we can do for you. Ugh. Yeah. So I remember collapsing in the hallway of an office and crying my eyes out. Where do I go from here? I'm depleted. I can't walk. I can't function. I'm so underweight. And where do I go from here? And at that breaking point, something came about where I just pulled myself up. I dug deep and I started looking into natural ways to heal myself. And that's where I began. And at this time I was a nurse and I decided I just want to go the natural route. And that's where I began. So what did you first begin with? So I first began with, Oh gosh, let's see. (laughs) Um, I became a massage therapist because to me, it's very important for me to, um, talk to people, be with people and help people as well. So I I began that. And then I went on my journey of herbalist being an herbalism. I dug into herbs left and right. I have so many herbs everywhere in this house. It's my passion. And then I went from that to, let's see, um, Reiki. I find the balance of healing and energy. Energy healing is extremely important in balancing a body. So I'm also a Reiki practitioner. And then I began my bigger journey to become a certified holistic health practitioner. So here I am today. Perfect.
0: And today you are going to speak with us about herbs that you can find in your pantry or kitchen in your refrigerator Mm -hmm. and how they can help you in regards to health, correct?
1: Exactly. Correct. Okay. And, and you'll be surprised because we just use these herbs so freely, like, okay, we're going to put a splash of basil here and a uh, time here and not think about what it's actually doing for our health.
0: And so, it, do you know, this is like through medicinal, this is through the Reiki practitioner that you gathered all this information.
1: This is uh, actually herb, um, my herbalist. Yep. Herbalist. Okay. So
0: that's and, not the same thing. That's two separate things. Two separate things. Okay.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Two separate things. I also learned a lot being a certified holistic healthcare pr- practitioner as well, because we work on the body as a whole. Okay.
0: So do you want to tell us about the first, the first ingredient. let's
1: yeah, let's go with basil, basil. I, I love basil, basil. I grow outside. I grow in the house. I constantly have basil. You can have it dried. If you have an abundance of it, I say, go ahead and grow it in the house, grow it wherever you can. If you end up having abundance of it, a lot of people just trash it. Don't throw it away, dehydrate it. <laughs> then you have it, throw it in a mason jar and you have it. So um, basil is great to aid in digestion. Um, if you feel bloated, it's, it relieves gas, believe it or not. So it's great for um, digestion. Um, it's also good for colitis. I know there's a lot of people who have a lot of inflammation in the colon, so it works well for colitis. Um, is it is it just, high-
0: sorry, is it just oh. eating it or is, do you do it as a tea for colitis? Is there any way that you recommend? You can
1: do it as a tea as well. I would just incorporate a lot of people do pestos, just start incorporate, incorporating it in your food. Um, you can do it as a tea as well. Um, I will be known it's high in, also vitamin A and C, which is a great antioxidant as well. Um, what else? Oh, it's funny because I will be outside in the summer and I will just pick it and eat it, pick it and eat it. And I'm like, why am I so like calm, but yet sleepy? So I had to look into this. There's actually a sedative effect. There's a component in basil that there's a sedative effect to it. So they, there's been studies done that is wonderful for anxiety Mm. and anyone who has any kind of sleep deprivation, sleep problems, that basil works wonders. So I was like, oh, that explains it.
0: (laughs) Okay. So you're recommending to plant it. What happens because I'm thinking of how quickly they grow and once they flower, What Mm -hmm. do you do? Do you do anything with the flour or is there any benefit to that flour?
1: I don't do anything with the flour to me. It's become kind of old and stocky. Try to, I start, when I start seeing it go crazy, clip it, start clipping it. And if you can't use it right away, dehydrate it. If you have a dehydrator, great. If you don't um, put your oven on a really low, the lowest temperature it can go and dehydrate it that way.
0: Okay. One more question. Mm-hmm. Can you, because I've done this before as well, where I'll take some of my herbs, especially basil and mm-hmm. blend it up with some water mm-hmm. and then freeze it in ice cubes. Is that yes. safe? Like that's not going to
1: break no. down and no, there's, there's been studies shown and, and rumors around that say like frozen vegetables aren't as good as fresh. And, and that's not true. It's not true. Okay. So now that's wonderful. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Second one. Second one. Here's one. I don't think many people use, maybe I'm wrong. Um, cayenne pepper. Okay. That's hot. I I, that's spicy. That's hot. I'm not sure how many people use cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper um, has a component, which I'm sure you've all heard of capsaicin. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it blocks pain signals from the nerve endings. So you might see and hear that it's good for pain. It's a pain reliever because it's blocked. There's a chemical that blocks that pain sensation to the, from the nerve endings. Okay. So I actually, and I I can show you, um, you can use this in a salve. So I've made some salve where I would use like St. John's wort and we'll get into ginger in a little bit and ginger, and shea butter, and um, the, the cayenne pepper. And it's, I'm obviously just showing you here.
0: Okay, so this is,
1: say this all again, this is shea butter. Shea butter, cayenne pepper, um, St. John's wort, which is another herb, that's a, a different herb, um, and beeswax, and ginger. Okay, and yeah. what do you do with this? So if you have, say, knee pain or shoulder pain, it's a salve that you could use externally on your skin and just massage it into that joint or that pain area. Do you have a recipe for this? I do. I can I can get it to you. Yes. So <laughs> we will make
0: sure that the recipe is in either the membership portal or the show notes as well
1: for the podcast. Yes, perfect. It's, and it's very easy to make. So you can use cayenne pepper in your food. And if you want to make some type of salve or something with cayenne pepper, it's great to treat shingles. Think of nerve pain issues or nerve pain problems. So like shingles, or maybe someone has diabetes and they have neuropathy, nerve pain, some kind of nerve pain. Um, They even say psoriasis. Mm.
0: Oh, well, cause that would yeah. be like an inflammatory response yeah. to something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, what I found fascinating too, is when you take in cayenne pepper, what happens? Runny nose, you get a runny nose, you, you get, so it's great for colds and any kind of congestion. So you take any kind of herbal tea you're using, put a pinch of cayenne pepper into the tea and then You drink the tea, obviously, probably slowly because it might be a little spicy (laughs) and uh, it clears that, breaks up that mucus.
0: Okay. How much do you, you, because I cannot put much cayenne.
1: I I can't either. (laughs) Just, just a tad, go by, go by you.
0: Like a pinch.
1: Okay. Okay. Just a pinch. Okay. Perfect. just, Just a pinch. Okay. So, yeah. So. Capsaicin, cayenne pepper, pain reliever. Okay, perfect. Um, Let's talk about ginger. I'm sure you're all familiar with ginger. I'm sure everyone has ginger in their house somewhere or another. Yes. And we know ginger as anti-nausea. You probably heard that in all kinds of forms during pregnancy or if you're car sick, any kind of motion sickness, flus, stomach bugs, take ginger. Um, it's also good for gas and bloating and indigestion. So there's the whole stomach component thing where it helps with nausea. And what that also does is it helps absorb nutrients. So ginger is good for helping absorb the nutrients that we might be lacking. Um, what I like about it, because I put it in my soups, is it is good for several intestinal parasites. Mm. Yes. Okay. So, and and this will go with a couple of other ones. So I will make soups with a few of these just to um, get rid of those parasites that everyone says, I don't have parasites. Guess what? (laughs) You all do.
0: So how much ginger do you have to, because when I think of parasites, I think I have to take a specific parasite type Mm -hmm. product to get rid Mm -hmm. of them but you're saying ginger can help get rid of some of them that are already in your intestines. Absolutely. And is, do you have, is there a certain amount that you have to do?
1: There's not a certain amount. Like I will take, when I make, I have a piece here, actually, when I take, when I do my soups, I will take a good chunk of it and then I'll peel it and just throw the whole thing in the soup. Okay. And then that'll last. If you make a good pot, that'll last a few days and you'll start feeling it. If you get too much of that ginger, I don't know if you've ever felt it. You almost feel your stomach hurts. Like if you take in too much, you'll, you will have the opposite effect. You'll have gas and bloating. Oh, okay. Okay. So you'll know. And that also could be parasite removal. So ginger is great for detox it's a great, to me, it's a great cleanse the body detox. It increases the digestion. It increases circulation and it also increases sweating, which I will get to in a second um, uh, because it increases the circulation. So what I do as far as the sweating part is I will take, I will grate the ginger. I will peel it. I will grate the ginger to a quarter of a cup. And I will put it in a cheesecloth, secure it, and then get my bathtub ready with some Epsom salt, essential oils. A little, I use a little baking soda sometimes. Some um, bentonite clay for detox, and I will throw that cheesecloth in the tub. So normally you will have a heated bath because the water is hot. Let me tell you something: when you add the ginger you feel the detox. Just talking about it gets me like, I want to get in one, <laughs> um, but it's so warming and you're detoxing as well. Okay.
0: What if someone, and maybe you won't be able to answer this. I don't know. Like myself, I don't sweat a lot. Is, would it help if it I would was help. in there like to start sweating a little bit more?
1: Yes, I agree. I think people, there are some people who have a hard time sweating, which I feel those people, um, need to work harder in a detox pathway because you're not detoxing. Right. Yeah. And the one thing about ginger too, as well as I always put a precaution on it, um, it works as a blood thinner. Okay. So if you or someone is already on a blood thinner, please consult your physician first because you don't want your blood too thin. Okay. So that's that's a big one. Um, yeah, it prevents the platelets from sticking together. So it decreases blood clots. It also decreases plaque on the arteries. So there's, you know, decreasing of strokes. So it's, it's, it's a good thing. Okay, consult.
0: so what I have learned mm-hmm. um, is that anything that creates like this blood thinning effect can then be good for headaches.
1: Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Because it, because it relaxes those vessels. Right. Yes. Okay. So and increases
0: mean- circulation. Okay. So ginger mm-hmm. would also be
1: good for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Oh, there's a few of these um, herbs we're talking about that there's been studies to show good for migraines, um, even good as a, uh, for tension headaches, and they're even saying, I'll get to it in a minute, but rheumatoid arthritis, which is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a big one. Okay. Next. next. One. Oh, did you have another question? Nope. Nope. I'm good. No. The next one to component to ginger is garlic. <laughs> okay. And, and garlic is, has so many properties. And I know you've all heard about how wonderful garlic is. But garlic is a antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, and it works on every single system in the body, which is amazing. You're like, wow, this is amazing. There's just so many components to each herb.
0: Well, and you've just mentioned a few. I'm sure there's so many other things that you have learned that you work I, with.
1: I could go on and on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all about balancing that body. <laughs>
0: So just making sure that we're using lots of herbs within our, um, what, you know, when we're cooking Mm -hmm. and things. Definitely. I'm guessing for the most part, like you mentioned,
1: organic is key. Organic is definitely key growing, especially if you're, you're making teas and stuff do organic. Okay. And don't be afraid, like get get some, I don't know where everybody lives, but get some pots in your kitchen or outside and start growing them. And if you're afraid it's going to be a waste, it's not a waste. Dehydrate it, put it in a mason jar, put it away for when you might need it or want it.
0: Oh, I was going to ask in regards to like the, all of the cooking ones, would you say, obviously I'm guessing to... Um, to go more in the sense
1: of fresh over? I prefer fresh, but you don't have to do fresh. Okay. Like in the instance of when I couldn't find parsley anywhere when I desperately needed it. And I got, I have good organic parsley and I said, okay, let me try it. Let me tell you something. The taste was actually stronger. I was impressed.
0: Okay. So you've heard that there's a lot of stores that you go to where they just sit. So is there a place you recommend or is there anything that you recommend where you purchase fresh, not, not meaning it has to be fresh, but fresh dried parsley and dried
1: oregano Um, or anywhere? I I, I don't have anything in particular. Okay. I just look for Like where I live, obviously I have easier access to (laughs) fresh, you know, some fresh fresh herbs and things, but, and like I said, grow it yourself and then dehydrate it and And dehydrate it. Because I know, I know before this time, before what I knew I would plant it, I would use a little, it would go bad and don't let it go bad. Dehydrate it, put it in a Mason jar and you'll have it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Can you
0: let everyone know where they can find you?
1: Yes, you can find me. I have um, my we- I have a website at uh, holisticradiantmassage.com. Um, I I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Facebook under Holistic Radiant Massage. Um, or you can find me under Tina at Holistic Radiant Massage.
0: And then she's also in our Form Fit Mom community. Yes. We'll help provide information in there if anybody has questions.
1: Definitely. I am here for you.
0: I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Tina and I'm sure you will agree that she is a wealth of knowledge. I do want to let you know that she actually provided us with eight different herbs and all the health benefits for those eight herbs. So we only wanted to share a few with you here today, but you are welcome to listen to the full interview that I had with her. She shares two recipes within that interview and then also shares a PDF explaining very quickly what each herb is and the benefits of those. If you are interested in listening to the full episode and grabbing that information, those recipes, then I want you to click on the link in the show notes where all of this information will be provided in our Form Fit membership. So you click on that Form Fit membership, you have 7 days to look around. You can watch the video where she goes into this further, you can try some of our workouts, you can look at some of our recipe guides. We have tons of information in there. You get 7 days for free and then after that point it is $29 a month. But like I said, you can go over there, check it out, see if you like it, get to watch this video as well. And um, so again, that information is in our show notes. And, And if not, feel free to join us in our Form Fit Mom community over on Facebook, where we are sharing different exercises, movement snacks, lives, question and answers, everything in there. You're welcome to join us. That is free for you as a community member and a mom. We would love to have you there. And I hope you all have a wonderful day.